podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or calls.com for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast. It's Sunday night. The three of us have managed to get on the call together and we're really proud of ourselves for that. It's me, Gav. It's Matt, and it's Grizz. We're going to talk about the Arsenal game. We're going to anything that comes along. We'll talk about it. That's just how we work. Um, lads, how are we, Matt? How are you, first of all? Hot, mate. Too yeah. hot. Yeah, too hot. So you came indoors. Exactly. Okay, Grizz. How are you? Nice sound tonight. Yeah, I'm hot as well, but I've I've always been hot. I've been, I've been told. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing must, new there. Must have been your mother told you. Um. And us. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. I like he's that. off to a bang. He's off to a flyer. It's called downhill from here. Um, <laughs> right, lads. Uh, Liverpool are three from three. Uh, nine points from nine. Um, top of the league. The only one with a hundred percent record. Uh, Three-one win against Arsenal yesterday. And I suppose we'll start with the lineup. I thought it was the lineup. I was the lineup I expected. Um, the only thing was for me, would it be Matip or would it be Gomez? Matt, he goes with Matip and that decision was completely and utterly justified judging on that performance yesterday. Yeah, Matip's done enough to, to work in his place. I, I said this at the start of the season. As much, uh, as much as I love Gomez and a player he has, um, when Matip came in in February, whatever, he didn't put a foot wrong. All the way through to that Champions League final, he didn't put a foot wrong. So, until... He does, if he does mess up, it's him in, I'm afraid, over Gomez. We just have to wait a little bit longer until we see that uh, a partnership blossom. But for me at the moment, I just keep picking Massive and he keeps performing. There's no issue with it. Grizz, um, you know, I'm a massive fan of Gomez. I know you're a massive fan of Gomez, but he started against Norwich at home. I think, I think he done all right, probably 7 out of 10. But Massive has come in since, and I think we look a lot more solid. Our line looks... The line or this higher line that people keep talking about looks a lot more in sync. Um, going forward for you, Matip retains that position no matter what. You know what, what I say, no matter what, he could have he could fall over and you know do himself in for a year. But um, as things stand, Gomez mm. is definitely toward choice now. Would you agree? Yeah, it's not about third choice and four. I don't want to get into a like make it a debate of second choice, third choice. But I'm a fa- I'm a big fan of Gomez, but I'm a ma- I'm a bigger fan of. Uh, not changing a centre-back pairing unless 
you know, you have to. And I think, I think, as Matt says, unless we have to, like, really, really have to, then I'd stick with Matip and VVD. Um, you know, as we've said before, we've discussed many times, Matip has won over all the doubters that he had, which was included me and you, Gav. Mm-hmm. Um, he's won us over and he's, he's become an integral part of that back four. He's, you know, I'd argue he's, he was one, he was even better than VVD near the end of last season, last couple of games, last few games. So, you know, shocked, not shocked, but slightly surprised that Gomez came, came back in at the start of the season. I just find that he's more secure on that right side. There's, there's less, he's, it brings more experience, more calmness to that right side of defense along with Trent. I find when Gomez and Trent play there, Teams kind of sense that there's going to be a bit of panic and a bit of a bit of a gap between Gomez and uh, Trent. Whereas Matip and when Matip plays, there it's far more secure. Um, I thought he done a beautiful job against Arsenal as well. Everyone was worried about their pace and sort of Gomez got to be in for the pace, but I don't. I didn't see Aubameyang or whoever was playing on that side run past Matip. So I thought I think yeah, he's he's got his place in the team. Matt, is that a fair um, assumption that? You know, teams target us a little bit less down that right-hand side when Matip is there as opposed to a Trent sort of Gomez combination. And the question's come in there, Matt, as well, about Matip's in the last year of his contract, apparently. Can you see us tidying that up and and extending his contract? Uh, no, I don't agree with Grizz at all. I think Grizz is making that uh, on the basis of one game against Norwich. Um, people target that right side anyway because it's Trent. Uh, well, they used to. They've learned not to now. Um, but I don't think we're... If you look at Gomez last season, uh, and forget about the Norwich game because he has been out for so long, if you look at him last season, we were just as secure with him than we were with uh, with Matip. And that, and he, he, you can tell that anyway because of look how everyone's uh, clambering for him to play. So I, I don't agree with Grizz there at all. But if Matip's playing now... And he's getting ahead of Gomez. Maybe he will sign his contract. I'm sure, I'm sure Klopp and the team want him there because whether he's first choice or second choice, he, he's a great player to have. He's uh, he's settled here. Uh, he, he plays very well next to Van Dijk and he knows our style very well. And you see that when he brings the ball out. It's exactly what uh, Klopp wants, playing from the back, and he does it very well. So I, I'm pretty sure, I'm fairly certain that will get tied up this season. Yeah, I'd like to see it happen. Um, you know, Lovren's fallen off to... I suppose he's fallen off the face of the earth when it comes to Liverpool at the minute. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if you see him moving even before this window shuts on. Is it Thursday it shuts? I think he would have been gone if he his wages weren't so high. Yeah, and I, 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 and, and <clears throat> I think Roma kind of were messing about with fees and what money they they had. Um, there's a comment in here that says Gomez is still rusty. Glad to have four centre backs that we don't have to worry about. Um, yeah, he is a bit rusty, um, but. I'd like to see. I'd probably like to see him come on for twenty minutes, twenty five minutes in games that we're controlling, and it just gets him. It just gets him going, you know, and and takes that rustiness out of his game. Massive future at Liverpool for me, anyway. So, um, nothing, absolutely nothing to worry about. Um, <clears throat> lads, moving on to the midfield, it was it was the when Aldum Henderson Fabino combination again. It was something I expected. Grizz, were you surprised by that, or did you always think that midfield had happened as well? No, there was um, there was a there was a bit of a clamour for Ox after after his second half performance against uh, Southampton and with him signing a new deal. But um, it was always going to be 
it was always going to be the tried and tested, I guess, uh, midfield against Arsenal. Uh, when I say tried and tested, I mean sort of in terms of this is the kind of this is the kind of midfield that we always go for against Arsenal, like the most uh, combative, the most the fittest, um, you know, the most powerfulest. So yeah, I didn't. I, there was no surprises in midfield, and we actually, you know, I think our midfield often gets slated. Um, but again, we absolutely smothered them in midfield. Um, so again, it was proven to be correct. Yeah, no, it, I think it was. Matt, um, just just talk, talking on midfield quickly. Um, was it the one you expected? Was it the one you wanted? Because the front three, the front three picks itself. I think Matt's just rejoining. You left. Right. I mean, I mean, sorry, oh, Mister. Yeah, no worries. Go on, say it again. I said uh, the midfield, uh, the three in midfield. Was there any way different you would have liked to see a start? Uh, the midfield, the front three. We're not going to go into until the actual game, but that picks itself. But that midfield three, you know, as Grace says, there was a bit of a clamour for for Oxley Chamberlain. But that midfield three for me is the one you go into into games with at the moment, and I'd be quite happy with it. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's it's the big game midfield three for me. Um, us as fans. Are so reactionary that we will be clambering for Ox and we'll do the same for Kaiser when he has half a good game as well. Uh, but uh, luckily, Klopp's not the same. He knows exactly what this, the midfield needs to be. And um, yeah, I, I think we're going to see that midfield quite a lot. I'm not a massive fan of Genie and Hendo both playing together. I think they, well, last season definitely they offered the same thing, uh, basically. But you do see uh, Hendo getting a lot more further forward now, so there's a bit more balance in the in the three of them. Uh, Fabinho's just an absolute monster of a player. There's, there's no question over him. It's always going to be them two. Genie on his day, he's one of the best in, in the Premier League, and now Hendo's moving further forward. He's, he, he connects well with the front three, so if, if we keep the balance like that and they, they keep playing the way they are, then, yeah, that, that midfield's very, very good for this uh, for this team. It just it, it, it gives the perfect base um, for the full-backs and the front three to uh, attack at will, basically. Yeah, Without having to worry about covering back. Absolutely. I think that midfield three, being functional, lets their front three, and in particular our full-backs, open up on teams, and, and that's the best way we play. Lads, Arsenal went there with an approach with a diamond in midfield. <clears> they played Aubameyang and, and kind of Pepe up front. They tried to switch things around. People thought that was Arsenal being clever. Sky tried to tell you that Liverpool were worried and nervous over it and confused and on the ropes and all sorts of madness for out of Sky um, since the beginning of the season. It's it's the one thing that's annoyed me most over the season, I'm going to be honest with you. But, Grizz, I made the point on the show last night that I believe that, and I said it all week, Arsenal's mentality coming to Anfield is all wrong. It's all wrong, no matter what players they have in, at their disposal. It's all wrong. And I think that the way they tried to approach that game yesterday wasn't clever at all. It was, it, again, it was them fearing us completely and, and not trying to be clever, just being being a bit stupid, Grizz. Did you not think so? Uh, I, 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 kinda, I don't fully agree. I agree with the fact that, you know, the mentality is always wrong when they come to us and, you know, regardless of what's happening and where they are and how we're playing, I'm always confident of smashing them to bits. I, I did actually think, you know, do you remember how in the week I was telling you lot, you know, I've got a lot of time for this coach and I'll be amazed if he doesn't try something different this weekend. Well, you know, he did try something different, but it didn't work. Um, it worked, it, it, it kind of worked for, 
from minute 10 to about minute 30, maybe for about 20 minutes in the game, where we were still trying to figure out what they're playing and how they're playing. And it was in that period where our quality from the wide flanks wasn't good, like Trent and Robbo didn't quite have their crossing boots on. So for about 20 minutes, it seemed like, oh, they, and, and they, they seemed like they had a threat. But once we worked out who's playing where, how they're playing, um, I think we just overloaded them to bits and they just couldn't get out. I, I, I didn't really see what Sky was seeing. Nobody, know. nobody sees what Sky are seeing, Chris. No, I mean, but no, but you can understand. The Pepe, when he's through, that's a Henderson slip, right? Mm-hmm. Where he miskicks the ball back. So that's fair enough. That sh- that shit can happen. The other one they keep highlighting was when, um, very similar to the Salah, <clears throat> where Pepe turns, hits the ball past VVD and, and runs past him for about 20 yards. And then VVD catches him up mm-hmm. in, you know, over 20 yards. And the guy shits himself and passes it backwards. I think they made a real big deal about that. But um, the, the, the one, the ones that got me was the one that goes over the top, and Adrian should just pull over to the side of one of, of his box and allow Van Dijk to play it to him, and he comes rushing out. That's a mistake for us that gives Aubameyang a chance. That's the one, right. The one where Pepe gets a chance, he does well. He gets past Robertson well. He's, it's a poor finish, but it comes from air attack and Henderson missing the ball trying to play it back. There was no stage in that game where I thought Arsenal are opening us up here, you know, and. People mm. like like Chris Brack says there the atmosphere yesterday was brilliant. I, he thought we were on top from start to finish. Mick agrees, thinks we are in control for the whole game. Uh, Skipper Dog says great results. Sky are anti Liverpool. Um, Sam says we win so often. Sky are waiting for us to slip up. It, it really seems to be any little thing, and you know it, it gets blown out of all proportion. I felt Arsenal's two best chances yesterday came from mistakes from Liverpool. But, well, as a result of our, yeah, well, yeah, we're a result and, of our slowness. So they didn't actually control any part of the game, in my opinion. And they were mad. They were absolutely mad. I I said to you, if he doesn't change his formation and, and still try to play out from the back, it will go down in my estimation. And he did. Mm. Awful. The way they kept trying to play out from the back with Louise and their centre-backs in the midfield was just pure, pure suicide. It's, they it's were, you, you could see what they were trying to do, though. They I don't think they were actually trying to play out from the back. They were trying to draw us in, which they did. Yes, they were. Uh, because their game plan was to play long over the top to Aubameyang and Pepe, who are speed merchants. And in fairness, it's not a bad approach. It's just we were such a better team that it didn't work. I'll tell you why it's a bad approach. I'll tell you why it's a bad approach. I, I agree with you that they were trying to suck <clears> us in. But then to play that approach, you've got to actually play the ball over the top, which they, which they didn't. They can they they continue to try to chip it into midfield. That was was you know was suicide. I agree with you. If they're trying to suck us in and and you know, sort of the, especially with the new goalkeeping rule as well, you know, and 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 they know that we're gonna we're not gonna sit back. We're gonna all I mean all our three of our midfielders are gonna be past halfway line, right in their half almost, right. Um, sorry, that our strikers are gonna be in their in their penalty box, and we're gonna be and our midfielders gonna be twenty yards behind. They still didn't pop the ball over the top, and that was was not for. I would have been mad frustrated as an Arsenal fan, but I just loved it as a Liverpool fan. I can't believe they were doing this. Yeah, look, to be honest with you, uh, Matt, like the start of the game, I thought Liverpool were brilliant when they came out. Um, you know, Liverpool were a lot more measured, I, I felt, last season, early on in games. And because teams were sitting back, they were being very, very patient. I've noticed a little bit at the start of this season, uh, Norwich um, and, and this game in particular, Liverpool came flying out of the traps. Would it be an argument that, regardless of what our formation Arsenal put out, 
you know, someone on the chat has said there that he couldn't believe that Emery was so naive again. But is, is it just a case of, no matter what quality they have, Matt, they're just being outworked by us. The work rate from us is just outdoes anything that they want, anything they bring to the table. Is that, is that the main thing? Is it the work rate? It's a, it's a bit of everything. I mean, the work rate, obviously no team can get near that. We're the fittest team by far in the Premier League. But not just that, look at our quality. It, it's unbelievable. Every single uh, area of the pitch, we, we are better than them. I, I wouldn't take one of their players, I don't know, maybe I'm being biased, but you, you'd see them wanting to take nine, ten of ours easy. And, that, and this is the type of team we are now. We're just we're just better than everyone else. Uh, the only team that can come close is us and City. This is it. Um, it it's mad because we, we've had two good seasons, but it, it was watching the game yesterday, I realised how good of a fucking team we are because we're so used to having an amazing season and then going downhill and, and this is what we're used to and coming into this season people are worried about it and, and we didn't uh, buy anything in the transfer window and it's always going to be this fear or is it going to be like after 13, 14 is it going to be after uh, Rafa in 2009 are we going to have the same thing again and we just aren't we've just it's we've just animal. kicked We've kicked on to another gear. And I just sat there yesterday. I was watching with a couple of Arsenal lads, uh, mates of mine. And I just said, this this game yeah. has made me realise. <laughs> yeah. Just just uh, sitting next to them in the pub. Uh, this game's made me realise how good of a, of a fucking team we are. Like, it's unbelievable. We just, it doesn't matter what formation they play. If you want to play out from the back, if you want to play over the top, if you want to go toe-to-toe with us, if you want to... If you want to go for dead ball situations, we just combat every single tactic and teams are now coming into this thinking, they're not thinking how, how can they attack us, they're thinking how can we stop Liverpool. And this is, uh, the, this is exactly what you want. You want them to take their eye off the ball of, of their tactics and start thinking about what we're doing. Where's Salah yeah, going to be? Can I just be? quickly add something to that uh, as well? Alright, go on. <laughs> I need Gav's permission first. No, you, Matt's giving you permission. You're the, he's the one you interrupted. No, no, I think Matt's. I think Matt made some brilliant. I think he's been reading my bullet points. I think Gav. Uh, I think it was uh, what I found yesterday. It wasn't our most um, like sort of where attacker attack after attack, and we're opening them up at every opportunity because. I know we've slated Arsenal, but give them credit. They were quite solid for that first 30, 40 minutes in terms of we couldn't open them up. But what I was confident, and the confidence this team instills in me, is the maturity of this team now, as Matt says. We're so good at assessing on the pitch. It doesn't have to be sort of clock taking us in at halftime and changing it all around and going mad. The players on the pitch are so smart and clever now, tactically astute to most scenarios. And the way we sort of work our way through games, like I said, it was a new system from Arsenal. It was a bit different. Trent, normally Trent and Robbo are not afforded the width that they were given, the freedom they were given. So it was a bit of a shock to the system. Like, why are they giving our fullback so much freedom? <laughs> Sorry, mate. When I when I said you could you could interrupt, I thought it was going to be a quick point. I I I I booked tomorrow off walk. Come on. No, no, this is this is so good. This is so good because this is the time to revel in it, man. Honestly, mm. watching and watching us in that phase of play and working it all out on the pitch amongst themselves without sort of taking instruction at half time. I thought it's a beautiful thing to see and that's all I wanted to say. I'm quite emotional well, about that. When yeah. we not last season probably, oh, probably the season <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably the season before 
we, we maybe clubs first season. We used to panic when we couldn't break teams down within the first half an hour because we it used to think, ah, oh, here we go again, another one of these days. Now I, I just don't feel it at all. I just it doesn't feel like we're struggling to break them down. It feels like we're just turning the screw and we're getting deeper and deeper and they're getting more panicky and panicky and eventually we're just going to score. Even if a few, the first few crosses don't, don't come off, Klopp's given this team the confidence where they try the same thing again and again and again until it does work because he knows this team are good enough. He knows Trent's good enough to put the ball in. And he, he, you'll never see him shouting at a player and raging for having like what Salah does. He cuts in on his left ten times. Booted over the uh, the bar. It doesn't matter. You know he's just going to get closer and closer and closer, and then eventually he's going to score. Yeah. And and just touching on him there, we'll probably talk from, uh, talk about him later as well. But one of his best performances for us in the in the last six nine months, I think. Do you know? Do you know what? <coughs> you, you've, you've both gone on about how good we are. How you know Matt saying there? You you're so used to us having a good season and and then falling away. You know. Um, I don't, I don't know what Chris is doing there. Um, I'm asking Matt what drink that is. It looks so lovely. Okay. Um, but yeah, you're, you're both you're both <laughs> you're both going on about how how good we are. Um, you know, Matt saying about having good seasons and falling away a bit like after oh eight oh nine thirteen fourteen different things like that. The biggest thing for me though is the reaction of people that don't support Liverpool to Liverpool is how good you know you are. And what I mean by that is, you know, the the excitement from people that don't support Liverpool when Pepe runs down the wing with the ball. You know, it's like, oh, we found a chink in their armour. It, it just, you know, it just goes on all the time, you know, that kind of way. And I just think that's the biggest reaction for me, um, is that... Yeah, it, it, absolutely. It, it, it's it's, it's other, a compliment. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive, massive compliment. Um, you know, so I just think, uh, for me... I think we're an outstanding side, and I think, like Matt, like like one of you said as well, you know, we used to we used to panic, we used to, you know, get frustrated. Now we'll beat you into the first fifteen, the last fifteen, the middle of the game. We'll do you on the break. We'll hold possession. We have all the tools for all sorts of, you know, scenarios Sorry, and games. Yeah. So, so I think that's the biggest thing for me. Lads, on to the goals. Um, Matip gets the fourth one, um, a corner from Trent. It's a good header from Matip. We probably end up with a penalty, apparently. Um, for the pull on Van Dijk if the ball doesn't go in the net but um, Matt crucial to get that just before um, just before half time wasn't it because Arsenal had kind of weathered an early storm growing into it and you didn't want to get, let them get the half time thinking oh we got through that first half and give them give them confidence um, a massive a massive goal at that time wasn't it I, I slightly dif- disagree I don't think it was crucial uh, but it's a beautiful time to get it I, I think even if we don't get out get that we come out the second half and we carry on and we still get more but yeah it's it just it's a much easier half time team talk when you get that um, and, and Matip you, you've got to love that that lad uh, celebrating he just doesn't know what to do with his hands does he like uh, do you see him lifting the uh, when they were lifting the cup yeah, the super cup yeah, yeah. his, his, <laughs> his hands his hands are, like, his hand are independent to the rest of his body wings or something I don't know he's off his head um, yeah that, it's it uh, I'm happy for the lad. He's scoring, he's happy, he's playing. But as a team, I don't think it was a necessity. We, we would have won anyway. Yeah, no, I, I just I just thought, but getting to 40 minutes, I thought, you know what, I'd love a goal here. I just didn't want to give them any sort of encouragement. Grizz, um, 
we we've we've given Matip a lot of praise on this show for the for the, for the majority of our here as we get, went along um, since we started. But um, that's something I want to see more of from him. He's six foot five or whatever he is. Yeah. I I want to see between. I'd love to see between say five and eight goals from him this season, and I think it'd make a, a big difference. I think to just, uh, I'd love to be half his height. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you, I tell you, pot kettle and fucking black. But um, no, I'd, I'd love to see five or eight goals from him. I think. Uh, I think Grizz is massive. Just squash down. <laughs> if you stretch Grizz to six foot five, he'll be exactly. Grizz is Matt and four point three. But listen, you're right about that. For his size. Right, he doesn't. He's not as dangerous in the box as VVD is, and but I have noticed a difference. He has, he has become very, very dangerous, and it's obvious they've been working on it. You can see the movement and the patterns when sort of we get a set piece between him and thing. That's another, that's another thing he's got over Gomez because Gomez, even though he's, Gomez is not no midget, he's, he still doesn't have any presence in the in the in the opposition. Uh, penalty box, but this is another um, bow to our arrow. Do you remember that one? I've, got, I've worked out and I've stuffed it out. So that's another bow to our arrow. Yeah. Uh, you know we've 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 uh, we've got one matic place because as Matt was saying earlier, not only we can out football you, but we can sort of out fight you, out battle you, and then even out set piece you now as well. So do you know where people used to sort of just oh my god we're gonna listen we're gonna play for set pieces and hopefully get one that, get get them on the set piece well we can beat you in that as well now so you know we're looking formidable. Ma, um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go through this second half fairly quickly, um, and I'm gonna give you the penalty and the second goal. Um, Mo Salah, he looks like to me like a player that just believes he's one of the best in the world now. There's no doubt in him. He just looks like I'm so fucking good, and I'm going to I'm going to just show you this week in and week out. Um, he gets he gets the penalty, which leads to Louise being carded. Then Louise can't touch him for the um, for the tort. Um Just a magnificent display of top Mo Salah yesterday, man. Yeah, it's beautiful. As I said, it's it's, it's best in a long time. Um, just his his direct running, everything. Yeah, I mean. He's been trying it. It just hasn't been coming off. Um, but now he's, he's just—you just know when he's running through there. The difference between him running through and Pepe running through. He just knew Salah was going to score, um, and that penalty, absolutely disgusting. I mean, he's definitely been practicing that. Yeah, the neck on the cunt to put it up there. Uh, unbelievable. I, I just love him. It's—I uh, I don't know. You, you run out of things to say about this lad. He just gets better and better. And to look at last season and think that's one of people saying it's a bad season for him. And he got how many in the league? 22? Yeah. Um, I think he's on now. No, I don't think I know he's on. 77 goal involvements in 77 games for us. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely disgusting. That's, that's not, that hasn't got a single run of bad form in that. He's just another level. He's been consistently amazing since we signed him. Not once has he gone through a, a bad patch. He got, the only thing you can look at, he had a few games where he wasn't scoring, but his his shots and his uh, his XG, as you like to talk about, I know, uh, were, were exactly as they were. He was just getting unlucky with with what he was doing. Uh, so he, I, I don't think he's had a single bad patch in his whole uh, Liverpool career. Do you know something... Um... 
that goal, you know, the penalty is really well worked between Trent and Firmino. Luis is ridiculous. He's, he's, he's ridiculous what he does because I'm not 100% sure Salah gets onto that. Um, and if he does, he's at a tight angle on his right foot. But then he can't touch him for the for the for Salah's second and Liverpool's third. But what I couldn't get over Grizz was the amount, and it continues to happen, the amount of teams that allow Mo Salah to stand up against their left centre half, right, while we let their left back drift down the pitch and we just draw them in and play that ball into that space and we attack them. I said it after the Norwich game, Henderson just kept telling them to stay up there, to cheat, basically cheat the position and stay up there. Grizz, is it, surely somebody's going to cop this at some stage, but a magnificent goal, like the, the, the touch, the pace, the cut inside, you know, the composure, everything. It was just, it was just a fantastic goal. Yeah, I, I really think, <clears throat> I really think Henderson deserves a bit of praise uh, for for this slight tactical change. Where since when he's been playing as the eight, and where, as you say, he does actually allow Salah to cheat, so to speak. I mean, Pepe was allowed the same freedom for them. But we saw the difference in levels. Um, you know, Salah's all-round game, I think, reminds me of the first season uh, where he was scoring, but he was also assisting and sort of playing these one-twos around the box. His all-round play and touch seems to be far better than sort of last season. I thought last season he did struggle at times. I think we discussed it as well, where his touch was slightly Lukaku-esque at times. But um, but it's back now. He, he he's he's. I'd never he's, go that far. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not esque not totally Lukaku, but yeah. So, but, but he's back to his absolute best now, and and it's brilliant to see. It's 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 come it's come out. I think he's one thing we've got to say is he's totally over his shoulder injury or any lingering doubts that were in his sort of. He was probably. He probably physically fit, but mentally maybe there was slight doubt always, sometimes in his mind last season. I think that's totally out of the window now. He looks totally fresh, even though you know he's hardly had a break because of the Afcon. I just think his all-round game. I agree that was one of his best games. He was a threat every time on and off the ball, and the way he creates and and sort of creates space for others as well, which the likes of we've seen Bobby and Mane totally uh, exploit as well. It, it bodes well for the season, up and coming season. You know, I thought Mane had a fairly okay game. It wasn't his best game, yet still, you know, we scored three goals and we could have easily scored six, seven. That's the kind of levels we're playing at now. Yeah, listen, there was talk, Matt, that <clears throat> I thought Liverpool were brilliant from half time to about 70 ish minutes. There was talk then that we dropped off and people were a little bit upset at the goal that we conceded and I think we're a bit unfortunate I think Henderson tries to get there and, and does and a kind of a ricochet and it's a good finish from Torreira in fairness to him a lot, of, a few people got upset over it and just look there's enough Liverpool fans out there that don't need an excuse to moan they'll find fucking I think hands. it was most fans that had two defenders from the FPL yeah but the, listen the, a lot of fans will find anything <laughs> they can to moan about you know you're winning 3-1 and they're, 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 they're on social media asking why isn't the Planet Permission plans in the fucking echo for the Anfield Road end, you know, that the mental look. But uh, we, we laid it off, what was completely off the gas map for the last 15, 20, I would argue. Um, is this is this us pacing ourselves already, Matt? Is this us pacing ourselves and saying, listen, when games are won, we don't need to, <clears throat> we don't need to go gung-ho, 
just get the game out of the way, win the game, and we, you know, that 20 minutes could be huge for recovery and different things like that. Are we pacing ourselves already three games in? I hope so, yeah. Is this the absolutely right thing to do? Imagine we're going full pelt and someone gets an injury. Mm-hmm. What would you say then? If we're, we're 3-0 up, absolutely lay off the gas, pull it back, control the game, pass it around a bit more, a bit slower, and, and just save your energy. We've got a long season coming up. Um, there's a lot of moaning in the summer that we haven't got the legs for it. So when we're 3-0 up, even 2-0 up at, at some points, just, just pull back a little bit, just make the changes, give people rests. I mean, it's not too bad at the moment. We've got a big gap until our next game, and we've only got two games in like 20, 22 days or something, but we've got an international break coming up, and a lot of our players are still just in the last third of their pre-season, pretty much, with people like Mane. So, yeah, if we didn't do that, I'd be annoyed. Uh, I'm not annoyed that we did. Conceding a goal means absolutely fuck all. Yeah, um, not winning the league on goal difference. Yeah, look, it's uh, yeah, I I agree with you. Just win games and if you lay know, off. <laughs> no, don't you start. You you don't even don't have know. you don't even have us to win the league, so don't you be panicking about it. Um, yeah, he, he he's talking about a shoulder injury from two fucking seasons. <laughs> yeah, Mick says uh, Salah back to a four le- uh, four season level. Uh, Dunno says angry Mo is the best Mo. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, by, by the way, Gav. <laughs> There's, um, there's issues with Periscope tonight. Uh, it's not our fault. No, no, it's so. not. With this setup is it's absolutely perfect on my screen. It's, it's Periscope yeah, yeah. that's the only. Um, People always have to catch up on YouTube. So yeah, um, no, it's it'll be out. It's out on Periscope. It's out on YouTube. Um, we have this, the setup is absolutely spot on with us tonight. Everything on air screen is moving absolutely perfectly. It's something to do with Periscope that's happening tonight. I don't know if you. I presume um, YouTube is okay. Um, but uh, I just. For me, I, I want to, I, with you, Matt, I want to see us pace ourselves. I want to see us go into games and, and you know, be treating it up after 60-65 and saying, yeah, if we can see it one, who cares? Um, the game is over. We've another tough one coming on Burnley away um, on <clears throat> Saturday evening. They, Burnley away. Well, no, no, it is tough on a Saturday evening. It's I, not. I think it's it not. Is. We've got that. Oh, oh, well, I hope we do. I am Smashing we, them. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, they were... I think they had a 97-minute penalty against them this evening or this afternoon, and they drew one all the way to Wolves. But look, um, people that are listening, throw in your man of the match suggestions. But Briz, I'll come to you first. Um, all around brilliant performance, I thought. Um, there wasn't a player in the pitch that played badly, but for you, man of the match, who would it be? I don't, I don't think any of us will disagree. I think uh, if we do, you just been a knob. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. You might. You know, and uh, but I think it was clearly Mohamed Salah. I thought he was, um, as we've discussed, he was he was he was unplayable at times, and uh, you know, long may it continue. Um, I'm going to disagree to a point, but I'll let Matt go first. I want to see. I'm interested to see what Matt says. Matt, man of the match. There's the obvious one, but uh, yeah, no, Salah. <laughs> Salah. <laughs> Okay. Do you know what? I'd like to give a mention to Fabino. Um I thought I thought he was excellent. I really did. <clears throat> you Fabinho? know Fabinho, yeah. I thought yeah. he was excellent. Now listen, I could we could go through the whole team and, and probably give them most of them eight nine. By the way, we need to give a shout out to Bobby as well. He's come back from that Copa Copa America and he, he's just bringing the Samba uh, style this season. He's just he, he's gone up a little level. He's about four he's levels up. He's about four levels up from what he was this time last season. 
beautiful. What I love him as a player. He's trying more flicks. He's turning the shooting. He, it seems like he's picked up confidence from from that win with Brazil, and now he's getting picked for them. And he's just bringing it back to the Premier League now, and he's going to tear it up. Yeah, definitely. and when we win the league, I just can't wait for his celebration when we win the league. Um, ah, he's going to get I think it'll be better than. I think it'll be better, isn't he? I think it'll be better than Henderson lifting the trophy. He's actually playing on real life football, like how most of us dream about. Well, actually, most of you guys dream about how to play on the on the Pro Evolution. Yeah, because I'm actually quite good. I do actually. I can do all them tricks that he does. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I can do them. All right. On the, on the PlayStation. You do, you do realise. You do realise. You do realise now. That's the buttons. You just mash the pad. <laughs> You'd be great at that Olympics <laughs> game. Do you remember <laughs> the Olympics <laughs> game where you had to hit all the buttons <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> yeah, you remember the Olympics game uh, where you had to bash A and B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy, be amazing at that. Um, but now he's 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 playing he's playing like a dream, isn't he? He's, he's reminding me of like a cross between Ronaldinho and Romario is at the moment. He's like, he's just pure, he's pure confidence and, and, and it's working as well. And he's, and he's, the work rate is still there. It's just, he's, it's just like the rest of them. It's a joy to watch our front three at the moment. And, it absolutely yeah. is. I just want, I, the reason I wanted to give Fabinho a mention was, I just thought, you know, I remember back to one of his first games that was away at Arsenal. Um, and, he kind of got to run around a little bit. He didn't look on the pace, but he just looked like he owned that midfield yesterday. Like he was, he was literally walking on, going, "I'm the main man. I'll take this ball when I want, and I'll pass it around. I'll get stuck in." He was tackling. He was. I just thought Fabinho was brilliant, but like, yeah, look, Mo Salah, um, for the wins the penalty, scores the third. He, he has he terrorizes them all day. He was absolutely um, outrageous. Just looking ahead to Burnley, we mentioned it there a second ago before we go, um, Grizz. A win there puts us far from far top of the league going into where uh, going into the international break. It, it, I asked Matt about you know us pacing ourselves, but is it another kind of statement to make that look we're we're on a roll now and we're going to make this far from far and nobody can touch us before this international break? Yeah, I, I'm with you in terms. Of, I do think it's going to be a tough game. It always is at Burnley. Um, you know, I don't think. I don't think, you know, City had a tough game there as well last season, if I remember rightly. I think they had like a sort of a goal over the line or something like that. And that's the only way they won over there. So it's always tough to play Burnley. I think if we manage to get a win from that game, I think it's it's the perfect uh, perfect start. Well, it is the perfect start game-wise, sort of points-wise. But it's also a perfect start after the slight, slight doubt some of our own fan base had about with regards to, oh, we haven't improved, we've stood still. Fucking hell. If we add four wins out of four in the Champions Super Cup, the Super Cup as well to the start of the season, I think hopefully it will shut up a few of the pessimists that are just always panicking and worrying and looking for sort of flaws. I mean, look, there is few flaws in our team. We're not the perfect team, the most perfect team ever, but boy, we're, we're working towards some, some, you know, level of eliteness that I can't remember in my time. And it's a quite a long time, my time. Mm, it's a long time playing Pro Evolution as well, I'd say. Um, <laughs> Dono says that he thinks Shakiri is angling for a move, but Klopp won't let him. we get on to that on the show tomorrow night. I'll look that up. I'll have a little uh, have a look at it um, in the next 24 hours and talk to you about that tomorrow. Um, Kevin Sullivan says Salah was man of the match, but for me, Genie was, Genie was brilliant. 
don't know has Fabinho as man of the match. Um, apparently YouTube is faulting as well tonight. I don't know what's going on because their setup is absolutely spot on here tonight. Um, I really don't know. Uh, Ma, have you anything else you'd like to talk to before I let you off so you can go to bed? PSG have just scored an absolute beautiful goal. Yeah. Chow promoting. Don't even know who he is. Well, he was with Stoke at one stage, I think. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Gets the ball in the box. Turns maybe Matt, Matt five defenders, five defenders it, and then he toes it off the post and in. Ah, oh, lovely, nice one. Doing a Chinese there. Say that. Say his name again. <laughs> Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. And now during the Tempur Pedic Summer of Sleep. All Tempur-Pedic mattresses are on sale with savings up to $500 on adjustable sets. Get your best sleep all night, every night. Learn more at TempurPedic.com. I'll only be a minute. Come in with me. What is HomeSense anyway? Look, outdoor furniture is in. Hey, that's a great brand. And it's a six-piece set. Check out this price. Are you sure that's not just the nope, table? No, chairs too. Is this an outdoor rug? It is. It's nicer than our indoor rug. Outdoor ottomans, planters, patio umbrellas. Are you seeing these prices? You save a lot at HomeSense. This is the year we love our backyard. Can I say something? Yes. I'll get the truck. And that is why I love you. Save on outdoor like never before at HomeSense. Discover a store near you at HomeSense.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.